0: Hi, everybody. uh, And thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and CEO of the Robin Report, uh, which, by the way, is also a knowledge platform. So you can get a lot of stuff from us. Uh, And along with uh, our chief strategist, Shelly Cohan, by the way, is also a professor at FIT and Syracuse University. We welcome you to our conversation on the topic of the Walmart-Amazon battle of the titans, <laughs> who will end up being number one and when? Anyway, so Shelley, as you know, I've written that I believe at the end of the day, whenever that might be, uh, that that Walmart would be Amazon's biggest headache or worst nightmare. And, 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 and that was for various reasons. And I know you have a contrary opinion, which we're going to get to. So, yeah. yeah,
1: Robin, as I said, we often don't disagree. But on this Battle of the Titans, I just think it'll either take a generation to play out for Walmart or Amazon will continue to outpace Walmart in growth and actually will become the dominant player in a few short years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Fortunately, Shelley, for you, you now have some research on your side, uh, but my opinion goes beyond just the numbers, okay? It's based on strategy, uh, leadership, innovation, and bold moves into digital commerce, omni-channel, and embedding technology into every function of the business, and Walmart has been doing all of this in spades as well as uh, now they're expanding into services like healthcare, uh, among others. So this strong opinion of mine is now being challenged by the numbers by Cantar, a research firm, which shows the sales compounded annual growth rate for uh, 2019 to 2024 at three percent for Walmart, and 14 percent for Amazon. Uh, keep in mind <laughs> these are projections. So Shelly, if we take that growth rate, where will we be in 2024?
1: Well, calculating out the sales projection from 2020 to 2024, Amazon will hit 660 billion by 2024, and Walmart will be $630 billion. So in three short years, Amazon would be the largest retailer.
0: Amazon wins. Ha, ha, ha. Ahead by over $30 billion. So says Kantar. Uh, and, and while I'm not going to argue with their math, and certainly not argue with your numbers, uh, who says 2024 is the finish line? Okay. I think one of Nike's slogans was, there is no finish line. Anyway, we have not yet come even close uh, to seeing how the long-term strategies of both Walmart and Amazon will play out on who will dominate. <clears throat> one perspective is that Walmart owns the ground, so to speak, and they certainly do, And has rapid expansion into e-commerce as one of their top priorities. While Amazon, on the other hand, owns the digital airspace, right? And they have expansion into the physical world of retail as a priority. So Walmart, as you know, kick-started their online effort with its acquisition of Jet.com and not they didn't buy it just for the structure um, and additional business, but they bought it, also bought it for its incredible deep knowledge through the CEO of Jet.com, Mark Laurie. And Amazon is now kicking tires, so to speak, testing various brick-and-mortar models. Um, and... Analyst uh, eMarketer estimates that Walmart uh, to keep up a strong pace of e-commerce growth will be increasing 21% this year to almost $65 billion for the U.S. market. And by 2024, if the three-year CAGR numbers, uh, if it's a conservative 15%, The US online business of Walmart would break 100 billion. So, Shelly, by the numbers, um, what has been the rate of online growth for Walmart since the Jet.com buy?
1: Well, Walmart acquired Jet.com in 2016. So, looking at a four year Mm -hmm. sales CAGR, here are the numbers for both the sales and just looking at Mm -hmm. e com alone. So let's first take Walmart. Walmart's total sales CAGR from 2016 to 2020 was 3.6%. Their e-com business, since the acquisition of Jet, is 48%. Yeah. Astronomical. Yep. If we look at Amazon during that same period of time, their total sales over 2016 to 2020 The sales CAGR is 29.8, almost 30%.
0: Which is enormous. Yeah.
1: Which is enormous for total sales. Their e com portion is 26.3%. So even with the trajectory of growth at 48% for Walmart.com, its US e com sales in 2021 are projected at 65 billion, as you mentioned. But this is compared to Amazon at $367 billion in e-com sales. Keep in mind that Amazon represents over 40% of the total U.S. e-commerce sales.
0: Yeah, I know, it's huge, yep.
1: So I think that 100 billion estimate for walmart.com by 2024 is right on par. And as a side note, target.com sales in 2020 is where Walmart was four years ago at 16 billion. So Target went from a dot com business in 2017 of 4 billion to a projected e-com business in 2021 to hit 20 billion. So when we look at Target's e-com sales CAGR at 54%, it's even actually higher than Walmart.
0: Yeah, I know. Target is (laughs) the wild card here. Obviously, we're not bringing Target into the Battle of the Titans, but yeah, I, you know they, they, they are going like gangbusters, so um, they're going to be a real competitor. Uh, I think they're in a different space than Walmart and Amazon, however, so yeah. but anyway, we'll see how that plays out, but okay, but let, let's take a look at um, Amazon's brick-and-mortar growth you know, bookstores, they have these four-star stores, stores, Whole Foods, of course. I don't know. And, and, and whatever other tests they are now conducting, I think they are very slow at best. Uh, Retail Insight, another research firm, says that Amazon's first quarter physical store results were down over 16%. Now, I don't know what the total sales were, so you know, to put it in proper context, is, is hard to come up with. Um, their e-commerce growth during the pandemic was around 39%. Uh, you know, so do you have the growth rates for them prior to uh, COVID?
1: Yeah, I mean, Amazon's three-year sales CAGR from 2016 to 2019 was 27%. And your 39% is spot on for 2020. And Robin, as we've talked about Amazon Grocery, which is slowly taking on more and more locations while no one else is looking, this is the other point we don't see eye to eye on. Amazon's going to make a major move in the $900 billion grocery sector and change the way that we shop for groceries. I agree that Walmart leads on the ground, but Amazon will quickly grow on the ground, especially with all the recent real estate vacancies.
0: Well, Shelly, yeah, I do disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Amazon may do a lot of testing of various grocery concepts, but by the time they come up with some magical new model, and I think, you know, that's what you're thinking about. Walmart will have advanced even further in dominating that space. So give us, you know, whatever numbers you have on e-commerce growth for both of them, and we can then discuss how long it might take for Walmart to overtake Amazon online, if at all, and how long it might take Amazon to build out a huge footprint in the physical world. And by the way, our audience should keep in mind that it's a lot less costly and takes less time for Walmart and the physical guys to expand its online business than it is and will continue to be for Amazon to build and expand its brick-and-mortar footprint. Much longer, more costly to do that. And in the meantime, Walmart is advancing very fast into the online world. I had written about and questioned, just as Walmart acquired greater knowledge in e-commerce with their Jet.com buy, <clears throat> why wouldn't Amazon acquire grocery expertise and thousands of locations? And I, am at the time, mentioned like Kroger, for example. So that's a whole other discussion. But, you know, Walmart proved that that you get into the online world by acquiring good brain power and expertise and knowledge in that space. And I just scratch my head why Amazon isn't doing the same thing.
1: Well, Robin, I guess if Amazon buys Kroger, all bets are off with you and me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Overnight.
1: Amazon's projected to grow 15% in the U.S. e-comm sales in 2021 to reach that $360 billion. And this is, of course, on top of the 44% growth in U.S. e-comm sales last year. Walmart's projected to go, grow 21% in U.S. e-comm sales to $65 billion. But going beyond the numbers, we also have to consider the head start that Amazon had online almost two decades before Walmart woke up. And another hurdle Walmart had to overcome is simple brand positioning. Forever known as a discount store selling mainly basics and their core customer cohort was an older demographic. They had to pivot to a younger audience to soon be the dominant cohort and they knew it would be a long time to build up the product selection to meet that new dominant cohort. Of course, jet.com helped tremendously, and that was a big jump start for Walmart as well. But Amazon is still growing exponentially, and particularly for any product or brand, even startups who want their products viewed by the now millions of eyeballs that browse Amazon.com every day. Um, <laughs>
0: Yep, you know, yep, They're
1: gonna get the access.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, you know, but you also just led me to another point, Shelley, and that is what is being called third parties, uh, making up over 60% of Amazon sales and growing. Um, Amazon has about 1.9 million third-party sellers, while Walmart is well behind at about 80,000. I mean, that is a huge gap. But also we have to keep in mind that Walmart is expanding into services, which CEO McMillan said that one day consumers would come to define Walmart as a service. And we discussed this in an earlier podcast, but they're they're getting into services like health and financial services and a bunch of others, I believe.
1: Yes, Robin. Uh, to interrupt you here, keep in mind Amazon, too, has many services as well, like AWS, which is the most profitable business Amazon has in yeah. terms of contributions to net income. And this AWS is growing well beyond the retail sector, including banking with J.P. Morgan Chase, the sporting industry, including the NHL and PGA and recently announced Disney will also now be using AWS and yeah. on and on and on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I do get it. Any, you know, anyway, the current gap, which is big in, in the selection for consumers will, I, I, I realized, take a real long term uh, amount of time for Walmart to catch up. However, I don't know, maybe there's a tortoise and hare story here. Amazon has turned off many potential new sellers due to their sites really overload of competitors, right? And there is an intense and growing issue for Amazon of counterfeiters, which they have a very difficult time controlling. 88% of them are coming from China and Hong Kong. You know, I'm sure that Another advantage Walmart has is they can learn a lot from Amazon's mistakes, okay? And one thing Walmart is doing is that they require much more stringent requirements for third parties to get on their site. And also, keep in mind, Walmart, the brand, Walmart itself, has gained credibility and trust over more than half a century among both consumers and vendors alike. Amazon, on the other hand, has been accused of owning and using all the transaction data of its vendors, which by the way, gives them the ability to knock off or copy the, the hot selling items and then copying it for their own private brands. In essence, Amazon is competing with a, a lot of their vendors. And um, another thing to throw in here that Jeff Bezos said early on, and you know everybody knows a, that they would eventually have to be a dominant player in grocery and apparel, okay? Well, Whole Foods is not a dominant brand. It's a small niche. And Walmart owns something like 25% of the total grocery market in the U.S. And apparel? Uh, Well, Shelley, you know a lot more about that than I do. So what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I have to say that one of the smartest things Walmart did was hire Denise Incandela. She is probably one of the smartest, most innovative leaders in our entire industry, and a real driver of excellence. She's a rock star. At Saks Fifth Avenue, she turned around the online business for them, which is where I work for her. So when when Walmart went to hire her, I knew they would be taking over some dominance in apparel. Target has always kind of had the upper hand in apparel over Walmart until Denise took a stronger approach to the business. At the close of 2019, Walmart had over 600 fashion brands, including 150 premium fashion brands exclusive to Walmart. And remember Robin, Denise was also at Ralph Lauren as president global digital officer. And when we look at the apparel industry on the online business, Amazon ranked number two in 2019 for fashion apparel sales at 2.9 billion, right behind Macy's, which ranked over 4 billion. Uh, Walmart ranked number six at almost $2 billion, But a lot has changed in that one year. So I'm sure these rankings have changed since 2019.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I would love to know what category of apparel Amazon is excelling in. I, I, I think it would be likely uh, basics, okay? By the way, Shelley, I also know Denise, and I totally agree with you. She's incredible. Um, And accordingly, I believe, mainly because of her, Walmart is going to become a major apparel player and will soon pass Amazon with great speed. Um, And, you know, we talked about this before. Walmart's 4,500 stores in the U.S. are within 10 miles of 90% of the population, functioning as both a shopping and a distribution center, right? So, Essentially, um, <laughs> they're putting Amazon's or Jeff Bezos' so-called, quote-unquote, last-mile delivery, Walmart's putting it to shame.
1: Well, the data that I have seen, and in particular a study that was conducted by Similar Web, who analyzes web traffic, um, has shown a deceleration across many retail segments, including Walmart.com. So walmart.com showed a drop of unique visitors to the website from north of 30% to less than 10%. And amazon.com has remained steady since July of 2020, hovering around 10%. So that drop in visits to walmart.com is really coming into the first quarter. So similar webs estimates show that total unique U.S. visitors Visitors. Walmart.com decelerated from 47% year-over-year growth in Q4 to just 23% year-over-year growth in Q1. Amazon's global traffic has stayed consistent at 12%, meaning that there's been no deceleration of web traffic going to Amazon. And Robin, you and I have discussed, Walmart has invested heavily in e-commerce, supply chain technologies, infrastructure, which represented 72% of Walmart's strategic capital expenditure in the US for physical 2020 and 2021. But is it enough to be able to catch up with the dominant player? Even when we look at conversion, this is a key metric for online businesses. No retailer is able to compete with Amazon's 7.5% to 9.5% conversion rate, which has been consistent since January of 2020. However, I will say walmart.com, which has always been under 5% conversion January through June of last year, is closing the gap at over 6.5% conversion in the last three months. Maybe there's hope for Walmart to surpass Amazon, but I wouldn't bet on it in the online world.
0: All right. Look, <laughs> Shelly. Yeah, you're strictly in the online business. Okay, I can agree, and you got all the numbers there, you know, which you already do. Uh, Amazon will reign supreme even in the long run, okay? So I'll accept that. However, Walmart will become a very close second, enough to give Amazon those migraines that I talked about. On the flip side, in the physical world, I don't believe Amazon will ever be a close second. They may become second, but not close enough to give Walmart any headaches. That's my opinion. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess only time will tell. But for today, I want to thank our listeners. You can find more of our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Bow Sprout, and therobinreport.com. And please, please follow us on social media. Link in with us. Follow us on Twitter for the latest thoughts about the industry.
0: Thanks, Shelley, and and, you know, of course, go to our site, you'll find a lot more provocative insights. And uh, as I say every week, you know, I would like, and we've got a couple of these, I would like some ideas about what topics any of you in our audience would love to hear us debate or talk about. So, and you can send those to me, Email robin at therobinreport.com. And thank you so much again for joining us.